0: If you have any topic suggestions that you'd like to hear more about or questions that you're hoping that we could maybe address on a future podcast, you can click the get in touch box right on our website at ktsmoneymatters.com and the hardworking woman's guide to money available either on our website, KT's Money Matters, or on Amazon, or of course you can find our link in the show notes.
1: Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters.
0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back. This is KT Thomas at KT's Money Matters, coming to you with your tips and quips and ideas about how to save money, grow money, make sure that it doesn't run through your fingers money. Um, just trying to help you figuring out the best way to manage your finances over your lifetime. I got to tell you, one of the things I want to talk about today, which actually, you know, I learned a little bit more about it, but it's kind of like a regular rant of mine, which is this idea of tipping. And is it an obligation
1: or gratuity? But more after this. Your host, Katie Thomas, is the director of Portfolio Services, at New Day Solutions, a firm offering expertise in retirement planning with more than 25 years of experience dedicated to high net worth individuals, families, and business owners. We work with you to have a coordinated approach for your comprehensive investment goals, providing concierge service for all generations from a team who can see things from your side of the table. Go to newdaysolutions.com for more information. So, thanks for listening in.
0: I want to talk a little bit about the money that we lose over the course of the year that we spend that we're not really that attached to. One of those things is tipping. I always think things that can kind of run through your fingers like water tend to cost more over the course of the year than people really think about. And it's not that I want to be a miser or that I want to encourage people not to tip because I think that. Tipping is very much part of the American culture, and you kind of go into restaurants knowing that part of what you need to do is tip. But it seems to me like everyone's looking for free money these days, and they are because a lot of people are getting it. So a little history first. How did we become a tipping society? Well, we've been a tipping society almost our entire cultural lives. Tipping for service, even if it was a small tip, was uh, preferred and encouraged and considered but a lot of that has changed in the last 150 years it's gone from preferred and encouraged to if it's a hotel restaurant room service bill they actually add it right into the bill they call it a delivery charge but it's really making sure that everybody gets paid or sometimes you go into uh, restaurant and they add the tip to the bill depending upon the size, size of the group. So I thought we'd look into tipping, what it really costs and how Americans really manage for it. So the first thing you need to know is one of the reasons why we have to tip is because restaurants don't pay their wait staff very much money. In fact, the wait staff haven't gotten a raise since 1991. Before that, Waiters used to be able to get about 50% of what the minimum wage was. But in 1991, they decided to put an end to that. So they don't automatically get increases. And guess what? They haven't gotten an increase since 1991. So $2.13, which was what I was making as a waitress in college in the 80s, is what waitresses are making today. $2.13, you say, who could live on that? And the answer is, no one. In fact, it's about enough to cover the payroll taxes generated from the wage money from the tips. So most wage people receive very little compensation, if any, directly from the restaurant that they work at. So the burden really is on consumers to pay them for their services. Every once in a while, a restaurant will try to open and have a no tip program, and you know what, I'll tell you, they must be doing pretty well with tips because nobody wants to work for them. The prices are about 20% more expensive at a restaurant without tipping. And so consumers shopping on price say, wow, that just seems way more money. I can go down here and get the food for less. They really don't get less. They just feel like they got less because once you add it all back in, they actually got about the same price. But waiters must be doing pretty well at tipping restaurants because they actually don't want to work at no-tip restaurants because the upside of doing really well and getting paid a lot goes away when you flatten out the income. So there doesn't seem to be a lot of momentum to change this. So for now, the burden of managing how much you tip and when you tip and why you tip is really on you as a consumer to decide. Now, is it a lot of money every year? Well, if you're like the average American and you go out to eat about once a week, you know, they say that um, the most recent census said that the average American is spending about $4,000 a year on food outside of the home. So this is you go out to restaurant. You go out to restaurant with your friends from work. You go out to restaurants at night with your, with your spouse. You spend some money. And over the course of the year, the average American is spending $4,000 a year. And then there's, of course, people like me. I really like to eat out. I like really good food, and I could spend much more than that over the course of the year because I travel on business and you got to eat. And here's what I'll say being half Italian, I got to eat pretty well. I want to be taken care of. I want a good food. I don't want to have to live off things that I can put in the microwave oven. I want to be fed. So I might spend more than the 4000 But if you're a $4,000 a year person and your average tip is 20%, then that's $800 a year this is a great time of year to get a grip of it because you're by, right by now getting that annual statement from your credit card company that shows how much money you really spent on these various things. So let's say you're the average American and you're spending about $4,000 a year eating out and you're paying a 20% gratuity on that number. It's about $800 a year. Of course, the average, when you average out all the people paying 15% and the people paying 20% and the people paying some other number that they just pulled out of their head, the average in America is about 18.8 percent, and that's about 750 dollars a year. Now that might be fine and good when you think about it as a budget number in your budget, if that was the only people that you were paying a tip to. But in addition to that, most people tip all other service providers, whether they're making two dollars and 13 cents or not. So as an example, hairdressers, manicurists, massage people, ballets hotel workers. The list goes on and on. In fact, there's this little store that I go to up near where we go camping in the summer and they have a tip jar out in front of the cash register. Now they have like a little food place where they'll make sandwiches and it's all to go and they have like a little tip jar and people throw money in. So if you take all of those little things over the course of the year and you add them up, could it be double that in money? at least probably. I don't know about you, but as a girl, I need to get my hair done. Sometimes I get my nails done. Every once in a while, I I go get something else done. And when I do, every single one of those people gets a tip of 15 or 20% or maybe more, depending upon what it is that they're doing. And so if you think about just the average American, they're probably spending about $1,500 a year on tipping services. So I always like to think that there's got to be some kind of a norm because I think tipping is like a big black hole where people spend money and they're not really sure if they're doing it right or if there is quote a right way to do it. And there might not be a right way, but I'm going to share with you some tips that I think might help you. First is if you think 20% has become the norm, you should know that they're doing everything they can to make you think that. It's actually called tipping creep where It happens on computer programs, it happens on bills where they show you what 15% would be, followed by what 20% would be, followed by what 25% would be, and if you understand anything about how people make money decisions, it's very common and very easy to pick the box in the middle. In fact, most of us do it most of the time, even when we know better. So as an example, 15, 20, or 25. Most people pick 20. If you look at a bill from a hotel, they'll calculate the tip right on there for you. If you get room service delivery, they write it right in there as a delivery charge and then give you an opportunity to tip even more for the waiter. And so I always ask when the service charge comes, is your tip in this bill already? Before I decide to tip on further, because usually that is 18 to 22% depending upon the hotel. So if you're somebody that travels a lot, somebody that eats out a lot, it's easy to see how you could be spending two to $3,000 a year on tipping alone. And that's fine as long as you know that's what you're spending and you're okay with it. However, there are some people that are actually getting paid really well that we are still tipping. And so this is, you come into a place where Starbucks. I love Starbucks. I'm there all the time. Well, I'm not there all the time, but I bet I'm there a couple times a week. And there are always people tipping at Starbucks. So you should know a starting level barista is making $9 an hour. They're making four times the wage of the waitress in the coffee shop. That's a big difference. So maybe you don't tip them as much because they're already making $9. Because nobody's tipping at McDonald's. Those guys are making $9 for $10. We're not tipping there. I don't feel compelled to tip there. So really think about who am I giving this money to? Does this, did, first of all, did they do a really good job or were they kind of lousy or just mediocre? And frankly, if somebody's not doing a really good job, meaning you're not really pleased with the service and you're still leaving them 20%, then you are paying for bad service and you're reinforcing the idea that bad service is okay. I really think 20% is in the amount you have to actually earn by providing good service. And if I get good service, that's what I'm going to give them. But if I don't, I'm usually just going to give them 15%. The number of times that I've decided to pay a waiter less. I mean, I don't know. I just can't, I can't get past it knowing they're making $2 and 13 cents an hour, but if you can, you go for it. What I want you to come out of here with is not that you must tip, Or that you should never tip. It's time to be a money miser with all your money. That's the only way you're ever going to get ahead. But it's that you tip purposefully. What makes sense? What's a reasonable amount? So, you know, how much do you tip the furniture delivery guy? How much do you tip in a taxi? You know, in a taxi, it's 10 to 20% of the fare. Most of the time, people get in and out of a cab and they throw a few bucks at the driver. And that could be either 20% or even more, depending upon like if you're taking a quick ride somewhere. Now you get to even tip at Uber because before it was, you never tipped at Uber, so you knew that that was okay, but now you actually tip at Uber. And then of course, you know, you have to tip your bartender, especially if you want a good drink, but the bartender gets significantly less than the waiter gets. So if the waiter might get 20% of the bill, the bartender gets you know, $1 to $2 a drink or maybe 15% of the bill. So they get less money, and I'm not actually sure why. They stand up the entire time, but they get less money than the waiter who brings the food to your plate. Salons are another place where you can, the tipping amount can really vary between the service provider, that person you're paying, even if they're the owner, this could be between 10 and 20%, and then there's the shampoo girl who gets a couple bucks. So you could spend a lot of money just kind of going around and tipping everybody that you bump into. I always think about that movie, The Goodfellas where there was this scene and for any of you guys that are like, you know, gangster, junkie movies, I kind of love those kind of movies, right? They talk about Jimmy who comes in and he gives everybody a $20 $20 bill just for opening the door and just smiling at him, you know, he's gentleman Jim with his money all over town and how, all the waiters just get excited when he comes in the room because they know they're going to get well taken care of. And I know that for consumers, there's a certain amount of, Hey, I got this and I'm taking care of you spirit that goes along with tipping in America. And so I don't want to say no tipping because I, first of all, I don't believe in that, but I want to say tip purposely. Somebody gives you really great service, tip them really well. Somebody gives you really average, mediocre service don't tip them really well. Maybe don't screw them like nothing because they're making $2.13. But don't be throwing 20% at people that aren't actually earning it. Because then what happens is in order to tip somebody that's doing really well, you're going to have to give them 25%. And if you know, the restaurant industry is counting on that happening. So be smart and remember that this is your money. 1000 to $2,000 a year that goes down this path is money that could be used for anything else that you might need to accomplish financially. So just be smart about how you use it, where you tip, and understand why you tip.
1: Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.